1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match
0: limited by state law.
1: Welcome, everyone, to a very unexpected emergency episode of the NBA podcast. It is 1 45 a.m. Central Time. Morton has been awake for four minutes, but we are recording and reacting to the fact that Kawhi Leonard is going to the Clippers. And Paul George is going to the Clippers, too, which I I don't even know what to say right now. So... We're gonna hit it from the Clippers side, the Lakers side, the Thunder, uh, and the Raptors. Before we get to all of that, a reminder that you can follow us on Twitter at the NBA Pod. In our bio, you can find our Twitter handles, so give us a follow as well. You can also find us on iTunes, wherever else podcasts are found. On iTunes, please subscribe, download, leave some five-star reviews, and we're now being hosted on Spreaker. So check them out on Twitter at Spreaker. Joining me today, as always, my very sleepy, stable genius of a co-host, Morton Jensen. How's it going, Mort?
2: I mean, you know, people are going to listen to this and they think that you're joking by saying I've been up for four minutes. <laughs> I've literally been up for four minutes. And, and the only reason I've been up, Brian, is because it, it was my wife's birthday. Oh, no. And I had a little bit too much soda, so I had to get up to pee. That's why I'm the only reason you and I are talking right now is because I had to get up to pee. Otherwise, I would have been up for at least two or three other hours. And you know, knowing me, I'm I have to I have to look at my phone for crying out loud! I have to look at my phone. Yeah, I might have
1: DM'd you frantically a few times.
2: Yeah, but that that was only you know a couple minutes before. Yeah, like that the. I, this this is faith. My bladder is telling me to make this podcast.
1: Very clearly. Yeah, I mean, this broke at basically at 2 a.m. Eastern. Um, Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports was the first with it. And then Shams and Woj immediately thereafter. They all reported that Kawhi was going to the Clippers. And then Woj comes out two minutes later and says Oklahoma City is trading all-star Paul George to the Clippers for a record-setting collection
2: of draft choices so So should we just go through voces timeline (laughs) because i'm looking at it right now and i'm still like wtf okay
1: right so so the clippers are sending four unprotected first round picks one protected Uh, first round pick two pick swaps along with Danilo gallinari and shea Gilgis alexander
2: oh my god what a haul
1: yeah he was not kidding when he said record-setting haul
2: I mean, but, but I mean, again, that's basically those picks are not just paid for Paul George. Those picks are right. paid for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. But so I have so many thoughts and it's very, very early in the morning. So apologies. <laughs> okay. Does this mean the, that Kawhi Leonard just went through the weirdest one season stay of a franchise of all time? Mm,
1: Dwight lakers 10 years was pretty no, weird but i
2: mean like in terms of accomplishments like oh, hi yeah. I'm, I'm i'm going to the raptors i'm gonna stay there for one year i'm just gonna win the, the championship and win finals MVP and right. then adios yeah i know it's i feel genuinely
1: bad for the raptors because you could not have done more than you possibly did with the whole load management plan you know gaining his trust with the medical staff proving that you can win a title and in the end it. Still didn't matter. He really did just want to go back to California. And, you know, I think you can make the argument, as I have, that the Clippers had a better long term plan in place. Like the Raptors were very much in a win now window where the Clippers, yeah. you know, they have a bunch of young to medium age guys who you could foresee building around. and I also couldn't have imagined them getting Paul George, but. That's why Lawrence Frank and Jerry West make more money than I
2: do. In the end, Kawhi Leonard didn't want to construct a super team <laughs> with the Lakers. He wanted a co-star across the Staples Center corridor with the Clippers, and made it clear to Steve Ballmer and Lawrence Frank: "Get PG, and I'm coming." That's his tweet from Boj. Yeah, that's unbelievable.
1: So let's start. Wow. Let's
2: start with the Clippers.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, are they um, are they the title favorites?
2: They have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, arguably two of the best two way players in the damn league at the most crucial and essential positions in the damn league. Um, I, I would probably say so. Yeah, they have a two way point guard as well mm-hmm. in in Patrick Beverly. Yep, I mean. Uh, they have a somewhat young core even still. I mean, they, they didn't trade Shamit. Right. They still have Jerome Robinson. Yep. I mean, you could you could absolutely get something for them if you want to go, to go older. Do they have any cap space left? Because I'm thinking Boogie. No, I think... The,
1: maybe they have the room exception. I don't remember.
2: Well, okay. Either way. Yeah. Then, then maybe Bo- Boogie takes a minimum. Oh, sorry, Demarcus. I'm still <laughs> yeah, very whatever, sleepy. Whatever. Here's what I love though. Kawhi signed a four year. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a one on one, whatever. Like he signed for the long haul. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean they they just have an incredible core locked in place because Bev signed a three year deal. We talked yeah. last episode, Lou Williams, they guaranteed him for two more years or they guaranteed his salary.
2: Oh, they see, I'm so tired. They have Lou off yeah. op- obviously.
1: And they and have, of course they do. They have Montrez Harrell, and I forgot they have Bo Harkless. They got him in the Jibby Butler
2: trade. Oh man, yeah. All right, uh, Clippers are definitely title favorites, right? And yeah, you know what? One of your predictions—or not predictions—but one of your ideas came true here. You have been talking for months about the death of the super team, not in terms of like the three-man team, but like the th- four max guys. Yep. You said let's get two really, really good guys and then a lot of depth. Yep. Well, hello, Clippers.
1: Yeah. And, and I think they're built for
2: sustainable success now as a result. Yes, I do too. That's, th- wow. Wow. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've been up for about 11 minutes now. That's, right. This is, yeah. yeah. And, I don't know what to think.
1: And I, I, I forget where I wrote. Them. I think it was for the NBA UK site back last year. You could yeah. see this plan coming into place. It wasn't necessarily Kawhi and Paul George, but... They very clearly had a path to two max guys even back then, you know. Before the whole Kawhi stuff really started picking up steam, this it was obvious that this was a potential outcome of this whole thing. Like they've they've continued to build well. It's a testament to Lawrence Frank and to Jerry West and to Doc Rivers, who Mm. was stripped of you know the team president title and handled that well. He just went back to focusing on coaching, and he did one of his better coaching jobs this past year. Yep. Now he gets for sure. Now he gets to coach the finals MVP, and a guy who, what, he finished third place in the MVP race this past year?
2: Yeah, and he wanted to go back to L.A. too. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, look, the L.A. boys are back on the same team, <laughs> and it's not the Lakers. It's
1: not the Lakers. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think...
1: I it sucks because I had literally just submitted a piece yesterday on the Utah Jazz and how I love their offseason and how I thought until we see where Kawhi goes, if he go if he went back to the Raptors, I think you could have made an argument that the Utah Jazz were among the favorites, if not the favorite in the West. And we can yeah, we can get into that in a future episode because now it's it's null and void. I think the Clippers are the clear front runners. Like I I you know I right now everyone's still freaking out of course but I have seen a lot of like oh a lot you know 8 to 10 teams can go in the next year thinking they're the title favorite or they have a chance at winning the title that might be true there's no golden state of the past 3 years front runner but I feel like the clippers are very clearly head and shoulders above
2: any other team Yeah uh, I I would agree with that I, at the same time I mean you remember how we were talking about a wide-open West? Yeah. In, in in I get that they're favorites, and I get that they're head or shoulders above everyone else. I still feel as though no team has a stranglehold on the entire conference, though. Right. Like, you kind of knew with Durant, Curry, Clay, Draymond, all healthy. It was like, eh, okay. You know, th- there was a significant chance every year. This year was just not that type of year because everyone went down like flies.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But... Even so, I mean, I'm looking forward to the West this year. It's going to be competitive as all hell. It, u- it usually is, but in a different way. Because it, in a playoff setting, er- anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. And, I mean, I, we're not going into this, you know, having a team that is so far beyond everyone else that we're just going, oh, that's an automatic serious win. Yeah. Like, if, if the Jazz and Clippers meet in a playoff setting, like, I'm just going to flip a coin, really.
1: And to your to your point, that is the one thing that stands out as the weakness for the Clippers right now. They've got a great backcourt. They have the best wing rotation in the league right now. Big man depth is an issue. I love Montrez Harrell. I think he's a great energy guy. And mm-hmm. they have Zubac. He's a restricted free agent. They can re-sign him. But... They should. Right. And I, I assume they will, or maybe, yeah, I again, I don't remember if they have the room exception left. It's late. I, I'm still reeling here. If they do, maybe they bring in Boogie, but the options are somewhat limited at this point. So, mm-hmm. at, you know, front court depth figures to be their biggest weakness throughout the year. Just, that's the way it goes and you that's the sacrifice you make if you could bring a Kawhi Leonard or Paul George in one
2: offseason well, you don't care. I mean that depends when you say front court you're talking specifically about center because yeah. Paul George I imagine would play the 4 Yeah I think he has to Yeah
1: yeah but you're right yes And I don't yes. think
2: it matters Right right no yes <laughs> Let me just clear that <laughs> up immediately I don't think it matters right. I'm not going to be sitting there with with you know my very thick glasses on and going well I kind of don't like it I'm at the 4 no yeah. that's that doesn't matter. Correct. Like those two are, dude. You know what? This is Jordan and Pippen. Yeah, this is this is gonna be like Doberman defense. Yeah, and with, a lot of tra- with Beverly God, too. This is Beverly too, and 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 Lou Williams off the bench. She's Tony Kukoc. <laughs> yeah, Oh, it's unreal. Uh, My God, when you really think about it, yeah, it is really structured as the Bulls back in the day. Yeah. Uh. It's it's probably as good of a comparison
1: as we're gonna get. Yeah, Shamit can That's be in the Steve Kerr.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And and by the way, I mean, let's let's not forget um, that the Lakers are not walking away from all this, you know, as as major losers because they, they got Danny Green, Brian. <laughs> Who am I, and how am I feeling? I'm Clive Owen, and I'm feeling great. Thanks. How about you? You feeling happy? A little angry? People have so many feelings, millions of them. But what if businesses could really understand all of those feelings and then act on them to make their customers feel better? It's a thing. It's SAP Experience Management and it's here. Because the future of business has feelings. And I've got a feeling we're all going to like it. Go to sap.com slash xm to learn more
0: clearance
1: okay let's let's go into the lakers this is <laughs> lakers fans you probably aren't going to want to listen to this section. you're no i don't think
2: you are just you know yeah
1: uh we are going to troll a little bit but yeah i mean so they did get
2: danny green two years 30 million um and i like danny green yeah, I, sure. I was just you know yeah, I'm not. I, mean, I I liked it. I just don't like Danny Green more than like
1: <laughs> right. It's it is a fine consolation prize in that he is a competent basketball player, and there really aren't that many guys left on the market who are going to be Correct. difference makers next year. Danny Green was one of the few who he is. Uh, he is not Kawhi Leonard, and now there's a question. I mean, for all we know, this will be resolved, and then well, it will be resolved in the next. Twelve hours or so, but you know, you know, Bobby Marks went on SportsCenter after this trade got announced, and he said, "Well, look, you know, they projected to have thirty-two million because Anthony Davis said he was going to waive his trade ki- trade bonus, but that was only for Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> so now we're not sure if he's going to waive the trade kicker still. And if not, oh, he's not. And if like he's not right, and if he and if not, that drops them down to around twenty-seven million in cap space before the Danny Green signing. So they're probably working with like. 12
2: to 13 million left somewhere in that range oh they're gonna get dwight back (laughs) then they're gonna get icky when he bought he's bought out yeah i mean and then avery bradley who's always that's three memphis grizzlies oh yeah by the way dwight howard got traded right yeah
1: we're gonna have (laughs) to do a whole thing about like the free agent side for the past few days or other moves because there weren't a lot but yes dwight howard is now a memphis grizzly for temporarily at least or will be soon right um, yeah, I mean it's probably going to work out for the Lakers still. I like it, it's easy to troll, but they very easily could go in n- into next season with the starting five of Rondo, Danny Green, LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis, Boogie, with Kuzma coming off the bench, and then yeah, as you said, you know Iggy, Avery Bradley, KCP is still out there. They'll be fine. It's just this is not. You know, they have to share
2: a stadium with the NBA favorite. Mm. This is going to be clutch sports versus everyone else, isn't it? The Lakers. It it might be. Yeah, I mean, Draymond Green's a free agent next summer, and he went to clutch. Oh, boy. (laughs) So the only thing I can think of, we're sitting here trying to compare the two L.A. teams, who now, Mm -hmm. you know, have four absolutely top-tier superstars. Yep. And for some reason, the only team I can think of is, like, oh, poor Hornets. <laughs> like, who happened? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Like, the contrast is oh. just so sickening. It's amazing.
1: Oh, here we go. But Ram- Ramona Shelburne says the Lakers are expected to bring back KCP on a two-year $16 million deal. I don't hate that. Yeah, I don't either. But, Oof.
2: It's it's not Kawhi, but
1: yeah, I mean no. that that wipes out a good chunk of their cap space.
2: Yeah, they just spent that on Danny and then on two KCB. on two shooting
1: guards, which is good. They they recognize yeah, they that to. you need shooting, but
2: well, and two way play. Let's yeah. not forget that yes. both of them are are decent to good defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Danny is is the better defender of the two. I feel, mm-hmm. um, but he's also more inconsistent. Like, he's he just goes off sometimes and then is off for, like, a week or two. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Offensively, he's very streaky. and Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I think fell out of favor with Spurs fans at times because of that. But, yeah, I mean, like, he, both of those guys are going to get a ton of open looks next to LeBron. I really do think mm-hmm. it, this thing works out fine for the Lakers. There's, they'll still be better than they were last year. They'll still win... 50 or so games if everyone stays healthy but this really does diminish their margin of error here because Mm. if lebron gets hurt or anthony davis gets hurt this team's going down real quick
2: i just had a thought here
1: Mm -hmm.
2: so because uh the clippers gave up the haul that they did right yeah we are probably ha- going to have to expect Lakers fans to go, "Hey, why aren't any everyone oh, just yeah. racking on the Clippers for handing out you know more picks than we did for Anthony Davis?" Yep. And I just want to reiterate what I said at the top of the show. This was actually a a two players that they got for those picks. I get that in in the actual trade itself, it's going to be for Paul George. But Kawhi wouldn't have come otherwise. Like those, this package is for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Right, it, it's for both of them, effectively. Right, and I think it's so crucial that we need to remember that.
1: Oh, for sure, because yeah, Woj went on SportsCenter, Center and they asked him, "Does Kawhi Leonard go to the Clippers if they don't get a second star?" And Woj said, "I don't think so." Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's it is an unprecedented haul, and we'll talk about it for OKC in a minute. Um, but yes, it's. It's the move you make. You mortgage your future when you can get. It's not like these guys are old. This is not the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett trade for the Nets when they were in their mid to early to mid thirties. Here, both of these guys are in their prime still. Yeah, I mean Kawhi yeah. Leonard just won Finals MVP, and Paul George is third place in MVP voting this year. Like these guys are and, and phenomenal. Kawhi just turned twenty eight, right? Yes, I'm- I mean they're both. I want to say they're both under 30.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. But, yeah. I mean, I I believe Kawhi the other day turned 28. So oh, okay. And, and he's a player who isn't reliant on... And he is athletic, but he isn't reliant on it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a guy who can age gracefully well into his early 30s, if not mid-30s. Yeah. And if, So, he's going to be in, in his prime for the next four or five years. Right. And, and Paul George is the same way.
1: Yeah, Like he'll turn 32 at the very end of his contract. Right, that's which not bad. Right, exactly. You're you are getting him for the rest of his crime. and then yeah, Paul
2: George right. is twenty nine. But again, like that's 29. fine. I mean, Steph Curry is thirty one, and he's still amazing. Right. So you know, the, <laughs> the he, I mean, what type of window are you building yourself? Like at at the very least, a four to five year window, right?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, the yeah. the. <laughs> The two most hilarious parts of this, from the Lakers' perspective in particular, is one: the Lakers thought Paul George for sure was going there last summer,
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: he doesn't even give him a meeting. He signs an OKC, and all the Lakers fans turn on him. And then they they really talked them into talk talk themselves into Kawhi Leonard is definitely coming here because they listened to a few grifters on Twitter who very clearly did not have sources. And everyone right. was saying that, and yet they were like, "Oh, this <laughs> this random guy who pretends to have sources." Oh, you mean that sixteen year old kid or whatever? <laughs> right, right. Like God, <laughs> who is deservedly getting destroyed right now on Twitter, as you know, yep. he. It might be seen as bullying or whatever, but this is what happens. The, the bill comes due if you present yourself oh. as an NBA insider. And you know, starts swinging around with on July first, the Clippers have been eliminated from the Kawhi Leonard race, and then four days later, the Clippers are where <laughs> Leonard and Paul George go. You have this well, come that age. What do you really have to swing around? With? <laughs> fair point. Fair point. No, but uh, this is. I mean, this this week was a lesson to all of us, really. Woj and Shams and Chris Haynes and Mark Stein and all of those guys have been doing this. For years i mean shams is young so not for as long as the other ones but he's you know they've built up relationships in the league mm. it, this is very much a business where you're reliant on you know ev- pretty much every time they're citing sources it's just agents or team executives like they, they just i don't know why they have to say sources every time we know who the sources are but they do actually have sources <laughs>
2: Right, but you and I, and a, you know, a select handful of NBA Twitter knows there are probably you know votes followed by three point six million people. Mm-hmm. Would you be surprised if 2.5 million of those, at the very least, had no clue? Oh
1: yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, you know, so there were Lakers fans of the last month have been calling his credibility into question, which is outrageous. <laughs> like well, he's, I mean, the biggest. They're desperate. They? I know, but he's the biggest newsbreaker on NBA Twitter. Like at a certain yeah. point. You just I just because he's giving you news that isn't good for your team doesn't mean it isn't correct. He had been right through the entire season saying, you know, Kawhi's really leaning over the Clippers, really wants to go back to the Clippers, really you know, he's torn because the Raptors did so well with him and he he grew to like that organization a lot. But mm-hmm. Woj has not he's has not really danced around this. He's very clearly yeah. painted a picture of Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers, not really the Lakers. The Lakers got in on us at the very end, but I I don't think you we we just shouldn't be surprised here necessarily about the Kawhi aspect. The
2: Paul George aspect is what really came out of left field. Yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 just blew my mind. I do believe I, you know, when when we <laughs> came online here, I said W T F and not in those terms. Several times. By the way, if I see a single Raptors fan burn AKY jersey, I'm going to freak. No, Canadians are too nice.
1: No, Canadians are too nice, man.
2: That's true. There's no way. That's true.
1: There's no way. So, you you agree, though, regardless, we'll make fun of the Lakers and especially the Twitter grifters, but they'll be fine, right?
2: Of course. Look, here's the thing we've been kidding around with the Lakers, and I mean, that. That that has maybe overshadowed the fact that they got both AD and LeBron within what twelve months. Yeah, that's that's obviously great. I still think they fail upwards because I don't have <laughs> a single shred of belief in management. Right, and to a certain extent, I'm very skeptical about ownership these days as well. Mm-hmm. It seems their organization is rotten within. Um, but hey, if Clutch Sports wants to align themselves with the lakers and the way that that organization is run you know i'm not one to say they shouldn't do it i am concerned about what it means for the future but you know so be it they at least they got a lot of talent they're gonna fill seats um you know the entire stable center is gonna fill seats for both teams that's for damn sure and and if that's what they want then by all means go for it i i don't understand entirely what their plan is because lebron is going to be 35 davis is still in his prime mm-hmm. i mean father time is still undefeated at some point lebron will decline if, if not then hey awesome uh, then they can keep on running the show both of them but i just don't see a scenario where lebron is this effective going into his 40s yeah which is absurd to say but yeah uh, I, I'm not sure what they're doing. Maybe they have a follow-up move for a couple of seasons. Like, maybe LeBron is even traded. I don't know. Um, I, I just... That's fine. They they have two great players right now who's going to be great this season. So, yeah. They they have something. Um, let's see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. Because I have to assume, if they don't win a title, and having given up everything that they did in terms of rookies... Uh, you know, young players, draft picks. Then it's fail, right? Like then it's a failed mission. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens with uh, if they can get
1: Anthony Davis to resign next summer. You still have right.
2: I know, but I, I'm saying if they don't, if they don't win, mm-hmm. even so. Oh, I see. Yeah, like, it's a, it's, it's, it's a failing, right? Yeah. It has to be. I, I even want to say the same with the Clippers. I mean, the way that they just handed their entire future to two players like yeah if the Clippers or Lakers like don't win a ring respectively within the next five years good lord yeah I mean I
1: think for both our organizations it's just a risk you have to take because you know yeah. w- winning a ring is very dependent on luck beyond just assembling talent like a lot of great teams just have weird fluky things happen and don't win a ring even though they were talented enough to do so we might be seeing that with the houston rockets but yeah i'm not going to begrudge either organization for taking these risks and i i don't begrudge the lakers you know i think people are probably going to clown them for keeping the cap space open to sign Kawhi and you know not going after other free agents earlier but well that's dumb yeah obviously you have
2: to keep your
1: cap space open for the best of the best right like if even if it was a two percent chance that you could get yeah. Kawhi Leonard to join LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That would have been the best big three
2: in NBA history. You have to take that chance. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And and here's maybe... I, some people will look at that as a hot take. Kawhi would have been the best of the three. Yeah, I agree. And I think... And I, I don't personally look at it as a hot take, but I know the people listening on this pod as well are very Le- big LeBron fans as well because I've gotten a lot of feedback about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But he's just not the same player. I mean that's perfectly okay, but Kawhi in his prime, like, yeah, I'm gonna go with Kawhi.
1: Yeah. So I mean, Bobby Mark says the Lakers cap space is now down to 11.5 million after Danny Green and KCP, and I, I, it seems like he's assuming Davis still waves the trade kicker, so they still have a little bit of room to play with, and they have the room mid level, so we'll we'll see how they round out the rest of their roster, but
2: Mm. regardless, regardless of what they do. Staples Center is going to win a lot of games this year. <laughs> yes, correct. Like, that's the big winner. Can we just give yeah. the Staples Center alone the big winner the, here? They might be the biggest winner. Ticket prices they just went the through the roof. Yep. Yeah. Staples Center is going to have 82 games played because right. you know, both yeah. the Lakers and Clippers have home games there. Mm. Like, they're, they could go 70-12. and 12. Mm. I'm just...
1: Did the tw- do the twelve losses all happen for the
2: Lakers? <laughs> the vast majority of them, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I wasn't thinking it even split Good. whatsoever. Good. No.
3: Of all the sounds you'll hear this summer <laughs> This might be your new favorite Your family is special. That's why Pathways Financial Credit Union offers many mortgage options to help you buy that special home or refinance your current home. Pathways offers some of the best rates and lowest fees you'll find anywhere in the country. As the fastest growing credit union in Ohio over the last 10 years, you know you can trust our mortgage professionals to do what's best for you. Visit one of our convenient locations or check us out at pathwayscu.com. Offer of credit is subject to credit approval. Pathways is an equal opportunity lender and is federally insured by the NCUA.
1: So let's let's go to the OKC side of things now.
2: Yes, I'm still wrapping my head around to just the haul that they had. So I mean, he, Mark
1: Stein has the details. They got go three for unprotected first round picks from the Clippers: 2022, 2024, and 2026, plus two firsts from Miami: the 2021 pick that Philly gave up for Tobias Harris and then the 2023 pick lottery protected. I believe that's the one they got uh from Miami in the Jimmy Butler sign and trade along with Mo Harkless. All right, that's 5. And the right to swap picks with the Clippers in 2023 and 2025.
2: That's 7.
1: Plus Gilgis Alexander and Danilo Gallinari. I Oof. honestly for the I mean I know it's probably pretty painful for the thunder right now just because you I, I you know i don't think two days ago if i was writing an article of like which guys are on the trade market now paul george would not have appeared on there i would have never <laughs> no, assumed that no. he was available but that kind of haul for paul george and gilgis alexander is really good he's not like a throw he in here
2: really no like if thunder fans are listening in like you got a freaking steal in shy Gilgeous alexander's yeah uh, alexander
1: I, I mean i looked him up earlier you know like 538 has that carmelo projections with like the five-year yeah. market value and i was messing around because i was doing something with ben simmons extension but i looked him up his five-year market value is 167.7
2: million dollars yeah they are super yep. high on this kid that's because he's long-armed he, While a reluctant shooter, he can shoot. Mm-hmm. He's a great defender. He's got great size. He'll be an asset on the boards. Like He's going to be one of those all-around point guards. Mm-hmm. Much like, but not in the same vein as Russell Westbrook, yep. um, who should totally be on the market right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but I mean, there's just no point in the Thunder just keeping Westbrook. Westbrook is going to go off this year if he stays in OKC oh yeah like and not not in a great way like we've seen russ going off and it can't be super fun but it's not going to lead to win wins and it's not going to lead to you know rookies getting better it's just like a russell westbrook ego show for 82 games Mm -hmm. which like i'm not there for it anymore yeah yeah
1: i mean look for the thunder if if, you know now there's some reporting coming out especially from shams kind of alluding to some tension between russ and paul george and then
2: oh seriously
1: and apparently i mean i guess george or or, uh leonard so this is from woach Kawhi leonard had been recruiting paul george to find a way to get to the clippers Uh, after leonard pushed george to find a way to get to the clippers george approached okc and requested a trade okc Mm -hmm. was left with no choice and made the best out of a difficult situation
2: yeah well, I mean, this is this is what can happen for a team when they actually keep their information uh, and situation near the chest. Yeah. Because had it come out that Westbrook and Paul George had issues, yep. I don't think they would have gotten this haul. No,
1: absolutely not. No, I mean, look at what happened with the Rockets when all these stories leak and all of a sudden... It's open knowledge that Clint Capella's on the market, and then Chris Paul wants
2: out. And all of a sudden, yeah. Daryl Morey's kind of stuck. No, I think... Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but here's you just mentioned Clint Capella, who plays for the Rockets, Uh-oh. right? <laughs> Does he not play for the Rockets anymore? No, no. Okay. I was just thinking if, if Rust's on the market, Uh-oh. and Chris Paul certainly's on the market. Ew.
1: Oh, re- reunite Russ and Harden? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, you can't tell me that this idea is not currently flowing through the mind of Derrymore. It's probably true. Yeah, you're. Honest,
1: I bet you're right.
2: Huh? It's a shorter deal for you for know Chris Paul. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I'm sure the Rockets would have to give up multiple picks. Maybe OKC. Okay, so maybe he's...
2: not. Oh no! To get probably maybe 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 it's a. It's a straight up one for one. Oh no, OKC okay, so would not do that. I don't think. I think to to save money no. long term. No,
1: I don't think so. Would they? I don't, no, because it's only one more year,
2: right? Look, man, we have no idea about trade values anymore. Yeah, in this league. look true. at what happens. That's true. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I think everything's in play right now. Yeah, I mean, this I, is silly season with a heavy emphasis on silly. I think. If nothing
1: else, this trade probably suggests that Paul, that Russell Westbrook is more gettable than he has been, possibly ever. Yeah, I, I, which is not a great, not a
2: great selling point on Russ. Right. But yeah,
1: right. No, I mean it. It just oh, there you go. Uh, Javale McGee is returning to the Lakers as well, where he'll likely start cool. at center. Two-year, eight point two million dollar deal with a player option. Oh, man. NBA centers are just getting trashed this summer. Jesus. Oh, man. So it's going to be Green, LeBron, Brow, McGee, and probably Rondo. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Hey, why not? Let's bring back the weirdos, okay? (laughs) Just bring them all back.
1: LeBron signed up for this, man. LeBron signed up for this. I guess
2: he did. And he signed up for at least three years of it, so... What an idiot. All
1: right, uh, let's go back to OKC. So yeah, Russ, I think it's fair to say he's on the market. I would hope. But, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if OKC at least goes into this season feigning competitiveness. Because Danilo's good. (laughs) And Gilgis Alexander's really good. I mean, like, in theory... The future is Gilgis Alexander taking over for Russ as your long-term point guard. Right. But you could probably play those two guys next to each other, at least at first. And, you know, they still got Steven Adams. Then Stephen you have a- to ship Schroeder. Yeah. You still have Steven Adams. You have pieces there to be competitive, at least next year. And then maybe that makes Russ a little more attractive. Hopefully. <laughs>
2: I mean, you know where I stand I know, on, Russ. I know. I know. I don't think so. I, I think people are looking at a guy who is, what, 31? 30? 31? Yeah. And who has relied on athleticism to a gross extent for the vast majority of his career. Yeah. Oof. That, that's, that's why I said, you know, that could be a one-for-one swap. I think <sighs> the league knows. The secret is out. Like, he's not going to be at any point a high intelligent NBA player.
1: Yeah, I, I mean at this point I just think he's very much set in his ways. Right? Yeah. I mean it's like you know what you're gonna get out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wouldn't I mean the the Houston thing actually makes a lot of sense. But I, I was thinking the complete opposite direction. Like a team like the Knicks or the Suns or the Hornets or something just, you know, desperate to make some big splash. Yeah, go for him even though he wouldn't be at all aligned with your developmental timeline and yeah the, the knicks yeah right yeah right it
2: seems like a very next thing to do it it really does by the way so how many of these what was it seven picks or well five picks they attained, and then two swaps mm-hmm. So five picks they attain. How many of those guys are going to be absolutely ruined by the Oklahoma City media <laughs> team?
1: Well, maybe they'll change. I mean, the first one that conveys is 2021. We've got two years. Yeah. So w- w- they've got time to change things up.
2: Man. And for those who d- who are unaware, uh, so, he, you know, in NBA circles, the, the Thunder have a tendency to... Uh, drastically protect their players in a way that is not exactly beneficial to the player itself right right yeah
1: and um man poor it's, thunder i mean look the it, this is a a terrible night for you guys but really i i just can't stress enough like getting that much you got more yeah. for paul george than the lakers or than the pelicans did for anthony davis
2: how is this a bad night? I'm looking at it hall. I'm going my future is set. I know. Cause, uh, I'm going to be relevant for like 11 years. Yeah,
1: but... It, if I, I draft right. It, I think it, it's just a very clear short-term setback in the sense that you could, especially right. with the Warriors fading to black, or at least temporarily, you could have, if you're a Thunder fan, maybe you go into next season thinking, all right, sure, why why not us? Why can't we be one of those... You know, if Paul George doesn't hurt his shoulder this year. Because you have Russell Westbrook. I know, but <laughs> if if Paul George doesn't hurt his th- shul- eh, shoulder this year, then maybe Russ doesn't go back into I'm going to do it all mode because he did defer a little bit more in the first half mm-hmm. of this season. Yeah. And then he went right back. Right, yeah. But so, you know, Paul George says his shoulders are both healthy now. Yeah.
2: It, Which is good because then he'll he'll play with Kawhi, a smart basketball player. Right,
1: I know, yeah. The Russ slander is going to be. I think if we're going to like power rank the slander that's going to go on as a result of this move, it's one, the Lakers grifters on Twitter, two, the Lakers in general, and then three. Russ is definitely catching a lot of heat here.
2: Oh yeah, for sure, and and, and not for you know for this trade or anything, but for being. Uh, on the outs with George and then the follow-up result of that him just going to be a one-man show mm-hmm. can you imagine the amount of oh Russell Westbrook couldn't keep his small forward once again oh, uh, jokes oh, no. that Twitter's it, gonna produce
1: you, I, it's already flying around I'm sure uh, yeah probably <laughs> there's, probably there's there's no doubt but I really I do think I'm I, Danilo Gallinari is no Paul George obviously but if he stays healthy, he just had his probably his best season of his career,
2: right? Yeah, so yeah, at, at least similar to his his prime years before he really got hit by the injury bug, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, he's a great shooter. Yeah, he's not gonna be. He can't create for himself to the extent that Paul George can, but you know, you you're basically swapping out one superstar for two good starter caliber players and maybe yeah
2: with one of them having put the potential to be much more right
1: right right yeah exactly so like possibly hopefully your point guard of the future but you know just looking at next year you you added an extra starter here and for a thunder team that really didn't have much in the way of dependable depth this past year mm-hmm. that might you know, I, I, it wouldn't shock me if the Thunder is still a pretty good team this year.
2: No, no, for sure. I mean, I, I, could totally see that happening. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but, but I'm, I'm still going to say that there's a significant cap of their success. Oh yeah. Also, have we thought about something? Like, even if the, the Thunder who drafted three straight MVPs, right? hmm Even if they hit on all those draft picks, mm-hmm. they're just gonna let them walk. Yeah. Because that's what they do. Yeah. Wow. Well. That's that's a big concern. maybe. Maybe time has you know proven that oh this is not ideal. Let's not trade James Harden because we're interested in saving money. <laughs> right. So if they now they have a treasure trove of draft picks. Now it's on Sam Presti to put so much pressure on ownership. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we call. It's not called ownership in the NBA more anymore. But I I don't remember what. We called it. Yeah. <laughs> govern, yeah, Governors. Yeah, governors. Team governors. Governors. Yep. Okay, to put so much pressure on the team's governors to not go financial on this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if you get a couple superstars off of these picks, and Sam is a good drafter, by the way. Like, yeah. Let's acknowledge that right Clearly. off the bat. Clearly, he's got three MVPs in a row. Exactly, and and Serge Ibaka at, I think, yeah. 24. Yeah. That was great. Yep. It's about keeping them. It's about developing developing them and also, like, you know, getting your kick and eating it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they got James Harden. They just never were able to keep him during his prime years, partly because they didn't really play him in the right role. Right. But they knew what they had because they got a haul for him back then. Mm-hmm. So, just keep your picks, man. Keep your players. Don't let them walk because of money. Like, if you need to consolidate and become excellent.
1: Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean that. That's the other option. Is now they have, at least picks wise, the biggest haul in the NBA, in terms right. of you know when there is a disgruntled star in twenty twenty two, who is at the front of the line, is the Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Thunder because they have, you know by that point maybe that maybe this thing doesn't work for the Clippers. I mean, at, yeah. at least by the end of it, you know, they've they've got the picks through 2026. Yeah. <laughs> you have to figure, I mean, maybe, God, maybe the Clippers stay to get that good for that long, but we just haven't seen any team, even the Warriors, you know, just had a five-year window and now they're going to have a at least a slight step back. So the Thunder have really given themselves, you know, some long-term window here, a long-term runway where, We've got Gilgis Alexander, who's still on his rookie contract for three more years. And now we have basically every draft pick from the Los Angeles Clippers, you know, for the next half half decade
2: oh, or more. Yeah, half decade at least. Yeah. And, and here's to me, right? There's only one guy on the current Thunder roster that you should really keep in this rebuild or when the picks are starting to come in. That's Gilgis Alexander. Yeah.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, everyone else. I think the other good thing for the Thunder before we move on is the first pick from the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken, is 2022, which is the double draft, or is expected to be the double draft. But they did not take 2020 or 2021 picks from them, which is when conceivably you can at least say, you know, the Clippers are probably going to have mid to late 20s picks both of those years. Mm -hmm. It was smart of them to stagger them. Push them further out, or you know, there's just a higher degree of uncertainty as to who knows. It, it could be Boston Brooklyn part two, just you know, it's gonna work out better for the Clippers than it did for the Nets. Yep.
2: That, that has always been one of those things that you and I've talked about, like in terms of how draft picks are conveyed. Yeah. I would always prefer much later picks if you know that the the guy you're turning into, uh, the guy you're trading is of substantial quality. hmm Because, of course, they're going to be good in the first couple of years. Yeah. But four, five, six years down, down the line, you have no idea because this this league is crazy. I mean, Kevin Durant just stayed with the, with the Warriors for three years. Kawhi Leonard stayed with the Raptors for one year. hmm I mean, Jimmy Butler's on his fourth team in, five, in four years. Yeah, and so basically, I mean, again, coin flip. Yeah. Is who sticks around? Right. You have no idea. LeBron could play three years with the Lakers and then leave.
1: For all we know, Anthony Davis could play
2: one year with the Lakers and leave. Theoretically. Yeah. So so again, getting draft picks. For later out, it's just smart, man. Yeah. It's just smart. Yeah, for sure. You just
1: want to bake that uncertainty in there because you cannot reasonably project how a team will look four or five years down the line. But Kyrie Irving was with Boston <laughs> for two years, right? Right, and the, the Celtics a year ago looked like they were going to run the East for the next decade.
2: Exactly. This is, ugh. This I mean, yeah. This,
1: this this league, man. Yeah. Holy hell. This, this league. Hashtag this league. This night gets it.
2: That's solid. That's not veneer, that's solid stuff.
0: Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home an auto. Progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers, discounts not available in all states or situations.
3: Of all the sounds you'll hear this summer, Candy ball! <laughs> this might be your new favorite. They're blending up the new chocolate chip iced cap at Tim Hortons. Real chocolate chips blended into an iced cap for a sweet summer treat. It's Tim Hortons' frozen take on a cappuccino. And it just might be the best sound of summer. Hurry into Tim Hortons for the new chocolate chip iced cap. Limited time at participating restaurants.
1: Let's finish up with the Raptors, who, first of all, I I mean, I want to express our condolences to you guys, but at the same time, you just won the title. So, (laughs) are you... I, I understand being bummed that you won't get a chance to run this thing back and defend the chip but this thing's all gravy man. You I mean you yeah. you know with with DeRozan and Lowry it was just never going to happen. It was I, I think no matter what happens here this was worth it. For this was worth the gamble for Masai Ujiri even though Kawhi left and they're going to get nothing in return for him. It's still a move you make 100 times out of 100.
2: Of course it is. They got a ring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this uh, it sucks because, obviously, you want to repeat, and that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I, this is, like you said, this is the best possible outcome they had. Mm-hmm. Best possible outcome, mm-hmm. uh, at least in terms of the championship, the one year. Now they can do what we talked about over, well over a year. Or no, well, actually, not well over a year ago. 11 months ago-ish. Now they can rebuild. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they still have you know Gasol opted in. Uh, Conley still has a lot of money on that, but it's one year deals. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine. Maybe you can even find a taker for them in like the, on the trade deadline. Right. Something maybe you can shop them now theoretically and see what comes up. Mm-hmm. But even so, they're going to be um, they're going to be flush with cash cash next year. They're going to have Pascal Siakam, yep. at the very least, yep. and still some depth. Like, OG and Inopi. I'm expecting a pretty big year out of him, because there's no Kawhi Leonard now. Yeah, Fred Van Vliet is awesome. We all know that. He's probably going to say, over cool for the starting point guard spot. Yep. And I wrote an article for Forbes, like, a couple months back, basically saying, Hey, look, if Kawhi Leonard leaves, at least you have Pascal Siakam, who is so ready for this scene. I mean, they have something. I can't imagine free agent interest not to be there. If that's the route they're going to go next year. I can't imagine that not being the case.
1: The problem is the free agent class sucks next year.
2: Well, here's the thing. So far it does. Yeah. We don't know what's happened. We we really don't know. Random players can opt out or whatever. Like, there's... Mm -hmm. This, again, hashtag, this leak. Yeah. Like, we... Every single time we say something about, you know, hey, this draft is going to suck. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sion Williamson ended up having the best, you know, college freshman season of all time. Right. Like things happen all the time in this league. Like we can't sit here and predict anything 12 months away anymore mm-hmm. because it's it's fluid. It's all fluid. I have no idea. Maybe maybe it's a disgruntled star who's willing to be absorbed into cap space, or a right. team's willing to just have him absorbed into cap space. There's so many opportunities now. My point is this: the Raptors can go a couple of different routes. They could go full rebuild with Pascal Siakam in, in, in as the setter piece moving forward. Mm-hmm. The thing is, he's already 25, so you don't necessarily want to make a rebuild that lasts half a decade because then he's 30, and then it's not going to make sense. Right. So maybe it's a retooling process they want to go into. Mm-hmm. They have the money to do that. They can take on bad deals for maybe a year if they want to and additional draft picks and see what comes up. Like They have options to do something, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, huge blow for the Raptors. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is Kawhi Leonard, arguably the best player in the league right now. I, I still lean Giannis, but Kawhi is right there. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's not gonna be easy to get over. But just you know, love the fact that he was there. Love the fact that he brought you a chip. Yep. Uh, like keep enjoying the summer and you know, <laughs> drinking your brains out. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. What do you do if you're
2: Maasai though? In terms of staying?
1: Well, no, no, no. Do, but do you do you start shopping? Kyle Lowry, Marcus All. Oh, I've already been on the phone yeah. for like fifty minutes now. Yeah. I agree I mean because uh, again all those guys are on one year deals it's they just don't fit. church too by the way yeah exactly no no yeah. no right I mean the only guy who should be safe is Pascal
2: yeah yeah um, and 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 some of the young guys yeah potentially yeah. because they're still cheap for a while yet right yeah
1: man who is the favorite in the east now because Toronto's out
2: Toronto's out, Boston is out, uh, and and honestly, Brooklyn is out because KD's not going to play this year. Right. And 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 even if he is, he's going. He's not going to be the same player at least this year. Yeah. I mean, let's let's I, just be honest. I just
1: don't think he's going to play this year.
2: Yeah, and if that's the case, it's like it's a good team, but it's it's not great. I'm not going to put them at the top of it. It's it's the Bucks and Sixers. Which one
1: do you pick, Bucks? Sorry. Oh, I was so close to getting you to say the right answer.
2: No, no I mean, look, <laughs> I know that they, I get it. They they lost Malcolm Brockton. You guys gained Al Horford. Well, okay, you did lose me as well, right. but and and Reddick. Yeah, I just question your shooting. No, that's fair. And that's also, fair. I kind of think the Bucks are, and especially Giannis, is they're one of those teams that just find a way. Yeah. I love them adding West Matthews. Like we talked about it, rather have West Matthews at the minimum than Brockton for eighty-five million. So
1: I'm mostly trolling here, but because there's much less uncertainty, I would say with the the Bucks than there is with the Sixers. Like,
2: right? They don't start Al Horford a power forward.
1: (laughs) Well, you've just seen the core of them together already. You've seen Bledsoe Middleton. Giannis, Brook Lopez, you know what that looks like on the court. We have no freaking clue what the Sixers are going to look like. It's it's hard to conceptualize, honestly, because it runs so against the grain. And you know what would be really interesting is a Clippers-Sixers finals just because it would be such a study in
2: contrasting styles. That could be interesting. I'll give you that. That could be very interesting because you would have a team that is – Four stars in versus a team that is two top tier superstars and then depth.
1: Right, and, and yeah, you know a team that's much. The Clippers are much heavier on wings and guards. The Sixers are going to start no one below Size. yeah six six. Yeah. You know, d- does Pat Bev get played off the floor there, or does Al Horford get played off the floor? I can because I'm I'm kind of leaning Al, unfortunately. It, yeah, I mean it's it's fair because who. Who, where do you hide him you're gonna you know you're gonna need two guys to cover leonard
2: and george yep i i simmons is gonna get one of them oh for sure To for sure and you I, just can't i mean you can't hide al anywhere else because, right <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean i don't know i don't think you want
1: tobias on the other one i don't know that you want jo- josh richardson Maybe, but I think you probably stick him on Bev, and then yeah, like Horford's probably guarding one of those guys, which would be oh,
2: he'll have to right, he'll have to,
1: you know, which which he can guard a Giannis type pretty well because he's just he's a smart, savvy defender, and he gets his body in between Giannis and the basket, right, and because Giannis is essentially a center, right, but you know, a, a Paul George or a Kawhi is just gonna pull up over him, yeah. So yeah, it's. Oh man, it's it's going to be this this season's going to be so much fun. I, it, it is. I think that's the moral of this story is that this was the best possible outcome just because if he if he went to the Lakers, man, it just would have been rewarding incompetence and that's terrible. Like I, I love Agreed. that this summer has the Nets and the Clippers getting the guys that the Knicks <laughs> and the Lakers wanted and thought they were getting because yep. the Nets and the Clippers are just better run organizations right now and they
2: deserve to be rewarded for being better run organizations agreed. agreed i mean look let's just call it what it is and i know the Lakers fans or Knicks fans are going to be upset at that but the the thing is you just when you have two franchises who believe that their primary pitch is we're the Lakers slash we're the Knicks <laughs> right that's not good enough this is a time to reflect like, yeah, and I get that the Lakers are looking at themselves. Well, we got LeBron James and Anthony Davis within one calendar year. Yeah. That's fine. But you also gave up virtually everything to do so. Right. Part of this is understanding who you are as a team. Fine. The Lakers are kind of owning up to their own brand, mm-hmm. you know, superstars above all, all Hollywood. All right. That. That's cool. It's just not gonna win you any rings, I think. Not anymore, because that's not the w- the way the league is run. And then you have the Knicks, who are just like, "Hey, we were great in the '70s, and somehow we're still we still believe that we're, you know, a free agent destination." Right. Like, just shut up. Right. That's that's. I mean, the Knicks are off. I mean, they're just way more awful than the, than than the oh, Lakers yeah, in yeah, that yeah. regard. Yeah. I mean, it, that's just that's just horrible. I mean, their entire they canceled a damn meeting with Kawhi. <laughs> I mean, honestly, good for them. They knew it wasn't gonna happen. I guess, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I just their entire way of doing things is just so weird and so off. And it's it's time to reflect for both teams. Yeah, I mean, they have to look at the team alongside them. You know, the the Clippers and Nets, and just go. What exactly did you guys do? Oh, oh, you were competent. That's, that's interesting. How do you spell that? Let's, let's get this down. Competence. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it
1: really does speak to the, I think it speaks to the importance of having a good, just organizational vision, top down Mm -hmm. owner, front office, coach, players, supporting cast, you know, the Clippers
2: and the Nets. I hate this word, but synergy.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. Like, yeah. the, if you look at those rosters right now, if you look at, I mean, the, the Knicks just are in their own world of crappy. But if you, you know, if you compare the Knicks to the Nets, who has the more appealing supporting cast? If you're a superstar, obviously, it's the Nets. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, if yeah, you could have formed an incredible big three with the Lakers, and you could have been, you know, Kyle Kuzma's your number four. Then you have the room mid-level exception and 10 minimum guys. And for Kawhi Leonard, who just missed 22 games during the regular season because he needed to get load managed and said, I would not have made it to the finals if I didn't go about that plan. Going to a super top-heavy team probably wasn't that appealing to him. Yeah. Going to... And now you have... Paul George right. instead, who can sing. yeah, Right, going to a team that won 48 games, that has a great supporting cast already, has two of the three finalists for Sixth Man of the Year, has now has Paul George for the games where you sit out. He can just take over score 30 points a game. That's a pretty good pitch. You could still yep. go to the Clippers, you know? I, and for a guy like Kawhi, who is famously reticent to do media and all that stuff, the Clippers are very much still the little brother to the Lakers, or at least they were before tonight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, now that probably changes, but, you know, I I think there's still just a much more vocal, active fan base for the Lakers than there are for the Clippers, and I I think they'll just, it wouldn't shock me if Kawhi and Paul George and the Clippers go out and win 60 games next year, and they just go about it and do it in a very somewhat clandestine fashion.
2: Yeah. Well, that's because that's that's who both of those guys are. Yeah. I mean we can't just overstate the fact that Kawhi finally got someone alongside him who to some extent resembles you know a Spurs superstar. Mm-hmm. like I understand that that Paul George can be expressive yeah here and there, but he's not someone who will go out in, in the media and and do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that is negative. Or, or damaging to a team, like he's pretty keen on. Let me just work. Right. Let me just produce. Right. I, I, my focus is on the court. Like he's he's way more business approached uh, than than a lot of other guys in this league, mm-hmm. and I think that appealed to Kawhi, honestly. Yeah. Like those two are just gonna shut the hell up and work. <laughs> yeah. And they're just. I mean, I saw Pat Bev was on the jump the other day.
1: Um, they were like, "What's your pitch to Kawhi?" And he's like, "Man, look, if you want to go be Hollywood with LeBron and Anthony Davis, that's cool. But if you just want to like go and you know go to a bunch of gritty, blue collar, lunch pail type of guys, come play for the Clippers. You know what you're gonna get out of us." Yeah, and I think that Steve that appeals to him.
2: Steve Ballmer, man. Yeah, like he sold that
1: product well. Yeah, and Steve Ballmer is the richest owner in sports. And if luxury tax concerns happen down the line, he's gonna be like, "I don't care, hundred billion dollars, whatever. It's like a thousandth of my net worth. Fine." Yeah. Uh, can
2: can I just can can I just briefly turn the focus onto us for yeah just a quick second? Yeah. While we've been recording for an hour now, I have received so many messages about people saying I need to wake up so we can record. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because th- this is this is what is, is expected of us yeah. from here on out. Yeah. yeah. Like guys, we don't care what you do in your private life. Right. Just if something something hit breaks yeah. within a goddamn hour, right.
1: just be immediately <laughs> yeah. available to react. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, this is probably a good place to sign off then so we can get this thing out and then so I can go stay up until some ungodly hour writing, I yeah. guess um yep but yeah so we will come back in a day or two we'll do some winners and losers of the first week of free agency <laughs> spoiler <laughs> the, the clippers may be in the winners column i'm not sure let's see maybe maybe um and yeah i mean th- th- this is thankfully it for the big guys i mean boogie's still out there and that's it's really it so we'll we'll mm-hmm. come back we summer league vegas summer league started today we didn't even talk about Zion and an
2: earthquake. Process. Oh, hey, don't. I I have not seen this, the Zion-RJ Barrett game yet. Okay. Don't spoil I, it. I, won't. I have no idea. I, I stayed up to watch Bulls-Lakers. Okay. And that was it. By the way, Daniel Gafford <laughs> yeah. is going to be really good.
1: I'll, I'll just say this. Uh, Knicks Pelicans has a twist ending that you will not expect. I'll leave it at that. Nice.
2: Yeah. Nice, yep. nice. Okay, I, 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 and if someone tears his ACL, I'm no, gonna no, be really no, mad at
1: you. No, 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 not, not like that. Okay, yeah, you'll see. Good, you'll see. Good. Um, all right. But yeah, so we'll be. Oh, by, by the way,
2: I need to congratulate you. Oh, what, what for? Cy Smith. Yeah, looked fantastic. I, I get summer league and all that, but the way he moved. Oh yeah. Like after all that whole ordeal with him last <laughs> year, in terms of the injury and the not allergy and all that, right. like the way that he moved, man. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, the way he, and the way he got back. Oh well, yeah. I I'm so impressed. I'm um, just so impressed. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll have a lot on summer league. We'll do,
1: I think next episode we'll do winners and losers so far free agency, and then we'll go deep into summer league. Uh, yep. And then, I mean, damn, we're, we, we're just going to have to do like a month of sorting through all of these new teams and doing deep dives on them. Because
2: hell yeah, while we juggle the World Cup as well. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a busy summer for us. So hope you guys enjoy this. We'll we'll try to put some less scattered thoughts together in the
2: winners and losers. But we wanted to get this scattered. I've been up for an hour now. <laughs> Come on, I'm I'm all the way awake. I've had four hours of sleep. I am all there, Brian. Uh, I'll be joining you shortly. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we, we'll we'll uh, we'll
1: have winners and losers out probably sunday would be my guess uh in the meantime please follow us on twitter at the nba pod you can find our twitter handles in our bio, so give us a follow as well you can also find us on itunes and wherever else podcasts are found on itunes please subscribe download leave some five-star reviews it'd really help us out especially if you're enjoying a 3 a.m podcast from us on a saturday then just mm-hmm. leave a five-star review you don't even have to leave a comment just Hit five stars no, and call it a day.
2: No, just, you know, just think think about Mort, <laughs> who's got up to take a pee break right. and was coerced to, to, to recording for an right. hour. Make us feel
1: better about the sleep
2: deprivation that we've endured this week <laughs> because it is really... Well, I'm, I'm going to have a very natural sleep deprivation in a couple of days, true. I'm guessing. Sure, true, anyway. true, true, true. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm so going to record an episode with my new son when he comes out. <laughs> and on
1: that note, I'm Brian Teporek. And I was joined, as always, by my very stable genius of a co host, Morton Johnson. Mort, what, what, this league, man?
2: This league. This, this league. I can't wait for when Carmelo Anthony joins the <laughs> Lakers because it's going to happen. For sure. All right. Oh, by the way, before we leave, <laughs> um,. Yeah, so Bill Simmons has an interesting tweet. I've only had a short amount of time to crunch rust trades on the trade machine, but Orlando is looking like a tasty home. Oh, God.
1: <laughs>
2: I would love
1: that. Oh, yep. God. Yep. Free Aaron Gordon. That's all I have to say.
2: Yep, that's not bad. All right, man. I'll talk to you on Sunday, unless something major goes right. down. Because hashtag this league. Three
1: other stars get traded, because why not? Yeah, could happen. All right, later, man.